Welcome to the Divorce Devil Podcast. I'm David. And I'm Rachel. Follow us as we dive into all the positive and negatives of post-divorce recovery. Stay tuned for some real and sometimes raw end-of-the-road divorce topics. Please put on your big pants because we're full of honesty, authenticity, and irrefutable truths. This progressive podcast ain't for the faint-hearted. Enjoy. Here we go. Welcome everybody out there to Divorce Devil episode 89. Um, what else do you do, We have Tracy and Moore Grant from the, um, sorry, my brain is going. Um, why don't you introduce yourself? How's that? Yes. <laughs> We've had some technical difficulties and we're both just like, wait, where are we? Yep. Okay. Probably DIY type podcast situation. <laughs> yes, um, true. So, yeah, I'm happy to jump in. My name is Tracy Ann Moore Grant, and I am an attorney, a mediator, a guardian ad litem, a parent coordinator, an arbitrator, and um, frustrated attorney. And so in 2019, I founded an organization called the Amicable Divorce Network. Perfect. David, okay, so we don't normally um, compare notes, so we just say, okay, get your stuff together. Um, you've introduced yourself. You said you were a, you know, a frustrated attorney. Is that what made you do the Amicable Divorce Network? It is. I was um, very frustrated with having really nice clients, you know, very good, normal people who would ask me two questions in an initial consult that I couldn't answer. And those were how much is this going to cost and how long is this going to take? Right. And the reason I couldn't answer those questions is because I had no idea who their spouse might hire. And so it could be somebody that I work really well with. That's a normal person that I know that we're going to get a good settlement in a nice, you know, period of time. Or it could be somebody who is um, really conflict driven, um, really money driven. And so in that situation, it could be the worst case scenario. We could, you know, not be able to resolve the case until we have a trial and my client spent $40,000. So, um, I wanted to be able to very conclusively answer those very normal questions um, for people. So my question is, so what are the qualities that you guys look for when you ask someone to join or someone asks to join? What are the qualities yeah, so We have two ways that a professional can become a member. Um, a current member can recommend them. It's called an endorsed invitation. And so we still make sure that they meet our criteria. But one of our members is saying, I've worked with this person they're excellent. They have the right mindset that we're looking for. Um, we are the only professional organization or any kind of organization in the entire world um, that divorce that um, vets divorce industry professionals for actually being resolution focused. Um, so we vet for three different things. One is your resolution focused, um, that you engage in fair billing practices, and that you're experienced. So whether you're an attorney or an insurance agent, whatever industry you're bringing to our network, um, we want you to have five years of experience in that licensure because we think that level of experience really gives you um, the qualities that we're looking for and also the ability to deal with people who are often um, going through a difficult time and emotional crisis. So you just don't do divorce attorneys only, like the whole gambit. Um, the network hat, we have all sorts of different professionals. We have divorce attorneys, mediators, insurance agents, um, certified divorce lending professionals, um, real estate agents, um, mental health professionals. 
uh, um, divorce coaches, um, anybody that touches the divorce industry or helps somebody before, during, or after divorce, um, they're welcome to be a part of our network. Um, over time, as we've learned more about what roles people hold in different states or what roles are available, um, we've expanded membership um, to different areas that you know we learn about. Um, so we learned recently that in California, paralegals can, can uh, do divorce paperwork. Um, and so we added a paralegal category to take care of that. So, so depending on the state, go ahead, buddy. Okay, so you first of all describe what the types of divorce there is because I don't. I think people just honestly think it's going to cost me this much. I can't afford to get divorced. I'm just going to stay together. Um, can you tell us the different types of divorcing? Sure. So. Um, Typically speaking, in, in very general terms, I look at divorce in three to four different categories, depending on level of conflict is how I gauge it as a divorce professional. So uncontested is a word that people use across the board. And what the public means by uncontested is out of court. Um, and so in the United States, 90% of the parties going through divorces would categorize themselves as uncontested, meaning they want an out-of-court solution. Um, and so that's the market that we're there to service and to help to make sure that they are partnered with the right kind of professional. So that's what the public is, is seeking is uncontested. But actually, in a, in a legal reality, uncontested to an attorney means you've come up with your agreement. You have one of those kitchen table agreements and you just want me to draw it up for you, which we always recommend. Have a professional draw it up, make it legal, make sure those deadlines are in there, that all the documents are signed because we've mm -hmm. seen a lot of nightmares where people don't do it correctly. Um, I did a whole show on DIY nightmares last year for Halloween. So. Um, so that's uncontested in a legal stance. So then you have this middle ground. Um, and so a lot of people know about um, collaborative law, which is an, also a different out-of-court process. Um, we're different than collaborative law, but have that same mindset where we want to solve things outside of court. So amicable is for individuals who want to have an out-of-court solution, but they need help. Um, a lot of people get hung up on, you know, what is the appropriate amount of alimony? How do we calculate child support? You know, we don't know how to phrase this language about a 401k. So what I saw happening were these parties who wanted to reach a good resolution were just going to see an attorney. Perhaps they Googled online and saw the ad that popped up and went to that attorney. And that attorney sees dollar signs in their eyes. Oh, a divorce. Oh, they have high assets. Or, you know, maybe they have minimum billing requirements at their office. And so... That very uncontested mind frame for those parties has now turned into a contested divorce because of the professional that was maybe chosen by happenstance. And so um, we want to take people with that mindset that they really want to reach an agreement, but need some negotiation, need some help, need some ideas, need some professionals um, to get them to the finish line. Um, the, the last type of divorce is what everybody knows about, which is what we call traditional or contested divorce, which is you start a divorce by filing in the court system. Um, you have to say bad things about the other party to get what you want. It can take as long as it can take. I mean, usually at least a year. Um, it has an average cost of $27,500 in the United wow. States for one party to get divorced. Wow. The average cost of an amicable divorce is $5,000 per party. And um, so, you know, when you subject yourself sort of to the court system, 
um, you're on their deadline. You know, you are bound by um, a, a system that pits one parent, one party against the other. You have to say bad things to get what you want. Um, you can't go to court and say, you know what? I think he's a really good dad. I just have a different idea on what the schedule should be. You know, we need some guidance here on what's good for kids this age. Or that's not what happens. You have to say terrible things about the other party or the judge is going to be like, what are you doing here? Right. You know, so it's, it's not a good system for um, getting out on the other side with a good parenting relationship with the other party or really any money in your pocket. So what I'm hearing you say is that the amicable divorce pretty much doesn't see the court system to the very end with the papers. Yeah. yeah. How can it be, what did you say, 90% was uh, 90%. uncontested? Yeah. Wow, yeah, I would have so thought. No way. No. No. Yeah, no. <laughs> we have too many. But what do we know? We're not experts. Yeah. <laughs> we don't claim yeah, to be either, yeah. That's what people would say. So, right, people want to think that they okay. have an uncontested divorce, you know, so that's oh, people's right. perception. Gotcha. Okay. You know, the legal reality is that a very small number of people are actually able to come up with a full binding legally appropriate agreement. A judge will sign off on themselves. That's, that's what legally uncontested. Gotcha. But what okay. people are saying is we don't want to go to court. You know, I don't want to, I just don't get along with this person anymore. You yeah. know, and I, I know that the court won't give me emotional justice, you know, but I just want to be done with this in the right way. I, and so that's what the, the public is saying that they want by using that term. So do you recommend that people start as an uncontested, sorry, can you hear me now, <laughs> um, as an uncontested divorce and then find someone like you? Because well, I'm not even sure how I would find someone like you, uh, you know, in our state. Um, I know you're in Georgia and um, like, is what would you say? Like, should we start uncontested? Should we start standard? And then can you reverse? Because once you have a lawyer, it's like, nope, you have this retainer and all this fun stuff. But would you recommend that people start in a certain spot to see where it if goes? If people are able to have a conversation, try <laughs> to knock out as much as you can yourselves, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Yep. I've had people who've spent a lot of time and heartache on these kitchen table agreements and they bring it to me and I'm like, a judge will never sign off on this. Yeah. So, you know, there are definitely good attorneys out there who will meet with you on an hourly basis. I've done that with clients to say, okay, you've done good so far. So now let's think about this and this, you know, mm -hmm. but uh, the amicable divorce network, although I'm in Georgia, we are nationwide. Mm -hmm. So if you are hearing this in another state and you go to our website and you see there are no professionals there, send us a message. You know, if you are somebody going through divorce, send us a message. Say, I would have loved amicable divorce if you had attorneys in Rhode Island, because then when I'm talking to an attorney in Rhode Island, I could say you would have had this case, you know, if you joined our organization. Right. If you're a professional listening to this, I mean, I think people are really missing an opportunity to work with that 90% of the population who wants to reach an agreement by not joining an organization that promotes you as that. So um, we operated only in Georgia until the beginning of this year. Um, and now we've opened up to the entire United States, United Kingdom and Canada. So wow. how do you yeah. uh, handle, um, can you represent both parties being, being an attorney or are you just giving advice? What's, what's the deal with yeah, that? Yeah, I can't. Um, and we don't recommend that. So, um, especially in Georgia, an attorney can only have one client. I represent mm -hmm. their interests and I advocate for them in the process. We are what's called amicable advocates. Okay. 
there's a way to respectfully advocate for my client that doesn't involve motions with the court, um, nasty emails and name calling, you know, where I can, you know, advocate that my client would like this certain thing in the mediation process or in the negotiations without being nasty. Um, and so that's, you know, really what we promote. So with the amicable divorce process, each party would have their own amicable advocate, um, their own attorney. Um, we design the process for the parties. And so mm -hmm. if they want it to go really fast, you know, we got to sell this house. Somebody's moving, you know, something's happening. We can accelerate it. Mm -hmm. um, we can also slow it down. You know, we have parties who I have a case um, right now. It's been going on for two years. They have a special needs child. Sometimes we have to hit the pause buttons for the child to be evaluated or because something has gone on. Um, and the parties are putting the child first, which is always, you know, our focus in this process as well. We have a child focused divorce. So um, it, it's customized for the parties. Do they need a parent coordinator? Do they need a certified divorce lending professional? Do they need, you know, a special needs expert like we have in this case? You know, do we need a small business valuation? So we would call in the required professionals for that case and what they can afford. Um, to make sure that they have a very professional but financially reasonable result. Speaking of children, that's a good point. What's the view of an amicable divorce in in the needs of the children? What's the how do you how do you keep that focused? Yeah, so we're very passionate that um, children should be the focus of the divorce. Um, that getting children through the divorce as happy as healthy as possible. Um, should, you know, with as little conflict as possible is great. You know, in a contested situation, sometimes kids have to testify in court. In Georgia, that's the the rule. You're 14. You got to show up in court and tell wow. the judge who you want to live with. Wow. Isn't that awful? Yes. You know. Kids um, in Colorado aren't, aren't that. No. That's no. not going to work here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it's different, you know, in every state, but the kids get, you know, really sucked into the middle of this. And so we often even have two mediations. We have one that focuses only on the children. Yeah. Let's work out a parenting plan. Let's talk about the kids. Let's focus on them on this day. And then let's come back an entirely different day to talk about the money so that those two issues don't get intertwined okay. together and that people are fresh for the mediation. We're not doing these marathon mediations and things like that. So even today I did a um, presentation. I hosted um, Rainbows for All Children, an organization that helps um, with grief um, for children and really helps with that process. And that'll be on our YouTube next week. It was a live event today. And, you know, they really did a great presentation, you know, for our members that'll be on our blog about how to help children with divorce. How do children see a divorce? You know, cause what we think as an adult that they're seeing yeah. is very different than how they feel that process. Well, I also, I found, I was it TikTok that I found you on. Rob, I think it was TikTok. TikTok <laughs> and I made a comment and then she's like, well, I have a podcast also. And I was like, um, oh, you do YouTube and all of her stuff. I was like, well, you yeah. it would be great to have you on. And I saw the whole kid aspect. So now if I go to your website, so for listeners out there, we go to your website, we say, hey, there's nobody in our, in our state. What can we do? Do you have like a, I don't know, like a playbook or a guide for dummies or someone's overwhelmed blindsided um like i feel like i was naive and thought you know oh i've been married to this guy for 24 years we're going to be able to step by step figure out what we need and what we don't need well early in the divorce no one was talking to each other so when we filed um we had a date and then COVID hit 
and our date got pushed and it got pushed and then courts were closed and then we had like one Zoom, but I was still paying my lawyer like we were going to court. So um, the mediation, the lawyer, all this stuff, I feel like it's so overwhelming just because we say lawyer and just because we say divorce. Like, is there a template on your website or is there something that you recommend? Because like we have had a guest too and I was like, what should we bring to the table when we search you out? Yeah. Yeah. So um, we currently have two different websites. So the one that's the most popular is the Amicable Divorce Network. So if you go to that website, that's actually designed for our professional members to learn about events and read blogs and to, you know, connect on our membership events. But if you're on that website and you see at the top, there's a purple button that says for divorcing couples and you click on that, um, that is going to take you to our um, companion website, which is for the public. And that's called Divorce Amicably. And so that is a resource for the public to learn about amicable divorce go. resources. It also has our member bank on there. And um, this has some step-by-step on what the amicable divorce process is. What is the amicable divorce process on this gray tab? It has a little timeline. Um, but if you go through our blog, and I'm happy to um, post it back at the top of the blog for your listeners, there is um, a sort like a, a cheat sheet that you would take to a divorce attorney. So, I asked this um, question because I, of course, stopped all your things. So <laughs> I'm like, so tell us how. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, yeah so I will pin that up to the top for you guys. So I um, this I actually had somebody bring this to a consult with me recently. Your own, yeah, your yeah. own stuff. <laughs> I don't know if they know that I wrote it, but I was like sort of peeking at their folder and I was, I wanted to be like, okay, I understand that the message got across, but like you're checklisting me on my own checklist. I got you. Which is cool, you know? So um, this is a guide for people to prepare for a divorce attorney consult. The number one reason that people do not meet with divorce attorneys and they go do these online forms, which can cause a lot of troubles because they're terrified of attorneys, right? Because there's a lot of bad eggs out there. Right. That's why we're trying to collect all the good eggs and put them in our amicable basket so that people, if they come to our website, you found a trusted professional, you're good. Um, we'll kick people out if they're a bad egg. So we've had to do it. So um, we want to know that they are being connected with great professionals. But this checklist is the questions that you should ask um, and what it means. So it has the questions that you should ask yourself before the consult and then how that matches with what you ask your attorney. Um, so I also have another checklist further down in the blog that I can um, pin as well. And that one is, you know, sort of some financial red flags, um, how to prepare for a divorce consult. If attorneys say certain, certain things, certain questions you should ask. Um, so even if you don't have any of our professionals in your area, um, you can use one of these guides to hopefully, you know, find yourself a good person. So what happens if the, the, the amicable divorce becomes toxic? Can you break out the, the knives? Can you break out the guns? You know, can you or do you give to someone else? Yeah, so um, we have done an amazing job in the network that I am only aware of two cases that were amicable fails. And so wow, um, to my knowledge, I've only learned of two cases that started amicable and had to access the court system. Um, so everyone else that has started an amicable process has stuck with it. And I think that's a good testament to parties really understanding what's important 
um, our professionals and their experience being able to really guide their clients on what's important and keep them on track because if things get, you know, everybody's going to have the same emotions. Everything yep. is the same Correct. in an amicable divorce. Right. You're still upset. You know, it, divorce doesn't make you any richer. You know, you, you still maybe got cheated on. You still maybe, <laughs> you know, got ignored. You still maybe had this, have this terrible reason that brought you to the divorce. But all you're saying with an amicable divorce is that I'm choosing to resolve it peacefully and out of court as opposed to the toxic and very expensive court system. So we're still dealing with, you know, High assets, personality disorders, you know. Right. Like, narcissism. 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 Yes. <laughs> so that's a very popular one right now. I think we're shifting to the histrionic borderlines, but right now we've got all those narcissists we have to deal with. So um, so that is, you know, a testament, I think, to our professionals. So we give them advanced training. For example, this October, we're doing mm -hmm. a certified amicable divorce professional training. Um, and so people take two days of training that are members and we deal with identifying personality disorders and how do you deal with them emotionally? Come on over. I'll show you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, we really try to give our professionals just absolutely the best training possible. We call it to keep the hurt in the heart locker from that message where they would throw the bomb in the box yeah. and it would explode in the box right, right. and that people aren't exploding into the court system because there's no judge that's just sitting there waiting for your case, you know, to, to give you that type of justice that you think you're going to find. So people should really stay the course and spend their money on something else, so, you know, save the money you would have spent on your divorce on a cruise or something. Right. Now, do you have people go the other way? Like that start out traditional, they got, in a, they got to court and then they're like, you know what, we can do this a better way. And then they're like, Hey, I've heard about this amicable divorce thing. Let's try that. So the, if, if you've so already, twice, so no, what I'm saying is yeah. if you've already gotten in it and you're like, okay, I got a, a retainer, I haven't maybe started or I have a little bit and you see that it's, it, you can maybe manage it better. Cause a lot of our people that listen are in the midst of divorce, thinking about getting divorced or at the beginning of the divorce. Um, so I've gotten a lawyer and I'm like, you know what? It's not really working. We're actually getting along really well. We're getting the parent plan. Cause in Colorado, as soon as you file, you have to like a certain amount of time to do the parent thing. Then you have to take yeah. the parent test. You have to fill out all the information. You have like, I, I, I think it was like three weeks that our next date was. And then from there you go and figure out what you need help with. And a lot of it could be worked out, but a lot of like the financial stuff needed a little bit more. Yeah. So I didn't know that, you know, like, Hey, my lawyer is going to cost me 50,000, but if I do amicable, maybe it'll be 50 and then we can kind of do the financial stuff more in depth or I, I have you had people go the other way? I actually have. So I had a situation where a client consulted with me, um, decided not to do an amicable divorce and went into the traditional court system and um, had a lot of negative things going on, you know, court date set, deposition set, formal discovery, talked with her husband. They both agreed to fire their current attorneys, which was their choice. I, I didn't know any of this was going on and to then come into the amicable system. And so she hired me and he hired another amicable attorney. And we just sort of took all the, the air out of that balloon, um, you know, really focused on what needed to be done and got them to reach a settlement probably within, you know, 30 to 60 wow. days. I can't so it's really not remember. too late. I mean, yeah. you know, now you're hearing you're about it, giving some information and you're like, oh, well, I mean, I don't want to spend 50. Maybe I can just figure this out. And then, you know, we're enough. We've been... We know each other well enough to figure out that, hey, we can resolve this so we can get out peacefully as possible. 
Um, yeah. You had mentioned your horror story, so I had watched a little bit of that, too. I've got a quick question, though, before okay. the horror story. So have you ever turned down a client knowing yeah. that it's not yeah. going to be amicable and, and, it's, and it's going to be hell? Not just that. I mean, I litigated for um, – I've been practicing 20 years. I still was involved in litigation. I don't litigate anymore. I'm a non-litigation attorney. I, I don't even know where to park at the courthouse anymore, <laughs> which is great. I, I got to throw away all my suits, so – um, but yes, I mean, um, very early on in my career, you know, I think you sort of get a, a meter of this just isn't worth it. <laughs> so, right. um, you know, I have always turned down clients that I didn't think were a good fit for me, particularly people I felt were trying to um, lie. Um, or if I ever had anybody ask me, you know, how they could get out of child support or, you know, if they could negotiate more time with the children in order to not pay child support, but really didn't have a legitimate claim Dang. for that. And so some other different reasons that were red flags for me, those are clients that I wouldn't work with. Um, now I only do uncontested and amicable cases. I'm also a mediator. And that's another great thing. If you don't have an attorney in your area, um, I do divorce consultation to sort of triage your divorce and also sort of get you on the right track, depending what your jurisdiction is. The issues are all the same. And so we can craft that for you. You can always reach out to me directly. Um, but mediation is also a really great um, way to resolve issues. If you just want to have a, a guided conversation um, with your soon to be former spouse about whatever sort of contested issues have in mediators are mm -hmm. everywhere. Um, and so we can also point you to some organizations to find some great people that will help you out. Go ahead with it. So we always discuss, um, David was um, a divorce recovery um, what? Facilitator. facilitator for a couple of years. And he would have groups of people and it taught him that his isn't that bad. So yeah. I was, I have, of course, YouTubing and um, tell us your best horror story. General of, horror story. General, yeah. yeah. That's hard to know. I mean, I mean, probably have a lot, but yeah. I mean, gosh, you know, so I had a paralegal, and every now and then she would, you know, remind me of something. I'd be like, I have so much in my brain, like I totally forgot about that incredibly terrible thing that occurred. I think you just get desensitized. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the horror story for me, I'll tell you what really sort of jumped off me doing this was I had a client who was relatively low income. She was a um, cleaner of businesses. That was her whole business. She was. Um, had immigrated to the United States. Her and her husband had reached an agreement. She asked me to draw it up. Um, I charge a flat fee for that, you know, type of work. So it was a very, you know, defined amount. And her husband, um, English was his second language. He asked to take it to another attorney that spoke Spanish. He said, great, do that. Get back to me. Um, that attorney blew up the case is what we call it. Um, deposed my client twice, um, deposed somebody out of state, did all this incredible discovery, which my client had to react to, um, ended up having to use savings that she had saved for her daughter to go to college to fight this divorce. Um, the husband was apparently bartering with the other attorney for um, painting services. And when she got all the paintings she wanted, she demanded money he couldn't pay. So he fired her. And they sat down at the kitchen table and talked and he came in. I didn't change one thing about that initial paperwork I handed him. And it cost an incredible amount of money. She had to sit through depositions and everything. And that's, that to me is like the worst part, like people getting taken advantage of like that. You're already going through a divorce. Yeah. It already sucks. I'm divorced. Yeah. Um, you know, it's not good. It's not fun. Yeah. Um, you're already down. You don't need people that know better to be taking advantage of you. 
Um, so we're really trying to weed those people out of the market. It's definitely one of those clubs you don't want to be in, but when you're in that club, you want other people that have been through it before that can relate to what you're going through. Again, you know, David and I, Divorce Devil is a, a release for us, a healing process. And a lot of times, you know, like we said, from the beginning of this, I was very angry. And now I'm just like, you know what? The anger, it could have cost me more money if I was angry. So it's, you know, you you have to find that um, peace that you want. And, you know, why do that to someone you said you loved before? Like, you know, you once yeah, loved that I, I person think, and you need to, like, figure out your, your own shit. Like what we say. Right. I think what people need to fundamentally understand is that the peace that you're seeking and everybody should be searching for as you go through this, you know, trauma yeah. and this breakup and this heartache is that that healing is not going to be given to you by the justice system. No. You're looking in the wrong Correct. spot and you're paying way too much to try to get healed by the justice yeah. system. Um, so you should focus on getting a very good, reasonable, professional, informed divorce. You know, yeah. if you have assets, you have a house, you have kids, you want to do things properly, yeah. uh, but you don't need to overdo it and use that money that you would have saved on council fees for going on a yoga retreat, you know, yeah. getting some Botox, doing whatever makes you feel good. Get to, so you can get you to know, your whole face. Go, go, go get your groove back, yep. you know, whatever it takes. But that, that good feeling of, you know, I, I'm on my way. I feel better. I'm healed now is not going to come to you from a courtroom. And I think, it, it just yeah, is. part of the big thing too is resources. Like I, I didn't know a lot of the things until I was on the podcast. And like, so yeah. my TikTok basically is like how to help others. And I'm also a nurse and I'm, you know, a mom and, you know, so there's a lot of information out there, but it's, it's so like, here's a piece of it, but it's not exactly what I need. And here's another piece of it. And if we could bring it all together in something like this, it really is like, hey, there is a resource out there that can help you no matter what stage of your divorce, if you're thinking about divorce. And again, we, we advocate, if you can be married, try to work it out. But if it comes to the point where, you know, you're on your way to that, you, this is a great resource. There's lots of links. There's YouTube. And from that, you know, we might have professionals out here that can, you know, help others. We always say if we can help one person, it's worth our time. And, you know, so. You know, it's almost like the, the Amico Divorce Network can help you heal faster or mm, heal yeah. better or or not as traumatizing. But, you know, sometimes. You take some of the anger out like because yeah. you're like, you know what? Now it's not going to cost me 50000 yeah. And again, if it costs you ten, compared to that, cause, you know, it really does, you know, make a difference. And you, like you said, I got out of my marriage and realized I have a car that's, you know, very old. And at some point I'm going to do it, but I didn't really have enough money to get the car I wanted. So I waited and waited. And there was a lot of, like, there was one time we all talk about this. We talk about this often that I had $27 in the bank coming from like a very great socioeconomic marriage, like what, you know, what we had. And then, it was one of those things where I was naive, but I was also like, you know what? The money doesn't define me. If the money can be used to do this, um, be great. But I really had to take not the cheap way out, but I had to take like, here's what I have. I need to divorce because, you know, here's what he has. And, you know, this would have been a great, you know, 
So something that I'm really proud of to point out is that, you know, an amicable divorce actually doesn't cost anything. You're paying for the time of the professionals to do an amicable divorce. It's an entire out of court process that I designed. But we are utilized by the University of Georgia Family Law Clinic. So parties that don't have any resources can go to the Family Law Clinic, use our process to get a divorce, and those professionals are doing pro bono work with our process to get them divorced. That's awesome. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. So, you know, you can have an informed, you know, professional, you know, free divorce through law clinics. And, you know, we're certainly um, open to partnering with, you know, all of them in the world to utilize this process. Look at that. A little kindness goes a long way. I mean, kindness and divorce. Who would have thought? (laughs) I think for me, the two factors of divorce that were the toughest was time and money. Yeah. Those two factors are can can almost make or break a person. I mean, and David's yeah. lasted yeah. like 18 months. Yeah. You know, mine was like yeah. nine months. And that was because it kept, you know, getting pushed because yeah. of COVID. And then it lasted four minutes on the phone. But um, there was a lot of times where I had to call because I'd get something in the mail. And I'm like, well, do, are you charging me because I'm asking you a question? Or, I, I, you know, I have this much left in my in my bank, basically, from you. So how do I? Baby. $27, um, you know, and it can be intimidating. Like, do I ask the question or do I ask somebody else? Or like, do I, you know, who do I go to? Where do I go? And like, I feel like, you know, with the template and all that, that a little bit of guidance goes a long way. And it, I think because, you know, someone has also gone through it too. Yeah. I think just to, you know, really just even using the checklist to go meet with an attorney and you don't have to meet with just one person or the person with the billboard or the biggest ad, you know, you should, it should feel like a partnership. It should feel like a friend when you meet with that attorney that you are, you feel good about that, that you don't feel like you're meeting with a used car salesman. You feel like you have a teammate. Yeah. Um, and so if you don't feel that when you're meeting with an attorney, you know, go meet with another one because it, it's like, it's, you know, like speed dating, you know, <laughs> get, try to find the free, the free app versus the paid for app of dating. <laughs> You yeah, know, it's that the, person really is going to guide your life. So, the, and, and one other interesting fact about Amicable is we can do it entirely online. So I have clients, I have no idea how tall they are. Um, and because we meet online, we exchange documents online. We use an online platform called Detour Life. We um, mediate online. And in most jurisdictions, you can submit the paperwork and get divorced without appearing in court. Wow. And so, yeah. A lot of people who really enjoy that. I have clients that never took a day off work. You know, they mediated even from their office and um, they were at home and they had their dog there, you know, and they just really appreciated, you know, the the calming nature of that. So the, I just we had this that, yeah. before COVID and then when COVID hit, it was, you know, everybody was freaking out and people had to get divorced because they couldn't, you know, quarantine in place with this person. And we were ready. We were like, we got you. We already got this figured out. Right. You know? So it, um, you know, is a big bonus and, and for our professionals too. I mean, we have a lot of that do remote work. They don't have offices and um, they can help clients from wherever they are as well. Awesome. Yeah. Cause I'm, I, I'm not a very anxious person, but I know um, a couple of people I know they're like, I'm not even worried about getting a divorce. It's going to the judge and saying like, I'm not, I can't stay in this and then having to face him or if they're not in the same household anymore, or they're fighting over kids. A lot of anxiety goes into it and then you're just agreeable. And I think, you know, I can only speak for women, you know, you get up there and you're like, uh, that, that's not what I want, but I don't want to make waves because you're a judge and I, you know, I don't, 
I'm not comfortable I just want to here. be done. Yeah, I just yeah. want to get it over with. And, you know, it's yeah, great. Yeah, we hear that a lot where people just, they're so stressed and so upset that they just want to be done and they agree to things that are terrible. Yeah. So, I mean, having an amicable advocate on your side to say, let's revisit this offer. You know, it's yeah. totally fine. Go take a chill pill and let's, you know, let's not agree to this because that's not good, you know, to have somebody on your side that's, um, you know, but doing it in a respectful and hopefully as non-stressful way as possible is always our goal. We're not, you know, people are already arriving at the the threshold of divorce pretty low, right? They're pretty beat down, yeah, yeah. pretty sad. And a contested divorce process is you're going to have to heal from up here, right? It's going to be really awful. And you're going to be poor. So we at least try to make people not worse than how they entered, yeah. you know, and give them all the resources that they have to thrive. Um, you know, and some of that takes some personal work, but we certainly by our process, don't want to make it any worse on people. Yeah. Wow, man. I this have one just, more thing. Go, go ahead. And then I'm going to say what? something. What? Okay. Cause I did my, re I did my homework. Yeah, I know. You came, you came ready. I even used rose gold highlighter. <laughs> um, Is this like, what was my nickname in high school or something? Yeah. Yeah. No, what's your name? <laughs> Boxes of Reese, what about the last question you asked? Oh, oh, no, I got a question I, for that one. Okay, no. That has a two cocktail minimum. <laughs> <laughs> well, we want to do a drunk one, so maybe we'll invite all of our guests back on. Um, what's the biggest mistake people make early on when, besides not calling y'all or going to check out yeah. your website? I think they make a choice in hiring the wrong Divorce professional would be the biggest number one. Number two is not investigating the different processes available to them. You know, people think court is the only way to go. So I think first you have to really think about, you know, what is the process I want? Am I going to look for uncontested, amicable, you know, collaborative mediation, or am I going right to court? You know, and really think about that and think about how you want to be at the end of your divorce. Right. And then find a professional that aligns with your goals. So really question yourself first. Yeah. Um, and really it's not, how do you feel right now, but how do you want to feel at the end of the divorce and which process is going to get you there the best and then find somebody that is a good partner with you for that process. I think there's a big stigma too. Like, um, you know, if you have the least, ex the, the less expensive lawyer or he has the more expensive lawyer, you're automatically going to lose because that guy has more, you know, bullets or whatever. And I think people, like you said, really need to research and check, check, check this out. And, you know, we also want to inform, you know, get, get the word out that it doesn't have to be terrible, especially in a terrible situation, you know, and, you and know, a lot of our attorneys charge flat fees. Right. So there's no, um, wow, you know, hourly cool. rate at all, no bills. So that's awesome. All right, David, what's your... Well, my last thing was <laughs> I hired a female attorney thinking that things would be easier. Wink, wink. My God, not even close. <laughs> not even close. Yeah. I'm sure there's female attorneys that you just become Oh, yeah, of course you female attorneys. But that's why you but, have to weed out... But I didn't do my homework. Correctly. So, so I'm, I'm here to tell you that I was one of those... Who Don't, be do Don't be a and David. Don't be a David. Check out Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> you can put that on a t-shirt. Yeah. Don't be, be a David. Theory. Don't be, don't be a David and don't be a Karen, but that's a different story. Uh, so we got one last question. Peanut butter, crunchy or smooth? Ooh, that's a tough one. Smooth. Smooth. Dude, you really asked that question. You know I'm allergic. <laughs> what that I tell told you? you, we do what not, you? we do not go over the things before. We try to keep it raw and real. And So we want to thank Tracy for being on the podcast. That was 
I learned a lot. So yeah. informative. I know it's, and we really are trying. We've only been doing this for like a year. A year. A year yeah. And we're really trying to, you know, regardless of our, we try to be funny most of them, but we really want people to say, hey, you know, they're just, they're not just healing themselves. They're giving you resources. We're, you know, stepping out of our comfort because I, you know, the whole lawyer thing was intimidating, especially because my spouse made a lot more money than I did. And I was like, well, I'm going to lose no matter what. I'm not going to get my kids. And he would threaten my kid, like, you know, threaten because of COVID, I lost my job. He's like, well, you don't have anything. How can you take care of him? I'm like, okay, well, you know, you're the one, you know, this and that. And so there was a lot of that. And then all of a sudden I'm like, this either has to stop or I'm going to have to pull out. I'm going to have to figure something else out because it's not working for me. It's making all of our, our kids stressed out and me stressed out. And I had my first panic attack, like all these things that happened that I, again, I think I was naive and I wasn't really aware of all the things around me. And I got aware and how to do that was from the podcast. And, you know, when you do a topic, you have to really search what you feel about the topic. And it has changed a little bit, but most of our stance are, let's, let's get the word out. Let's help people. And, you know, when I saw you on TikTok, I was like, oh, we got to get her on here. Oh, yeah, she's she like, I have me, a I'm like, oh, we have Tracy Who? Tracy Who? Yeah. <laughs> so our big thing is, you know, it's crazy and all, but if we can help one person, then it's worth podcasting. Yeah. yeah. Every week. And just, you get to see me. So, you know. Well, yeah, that too. <laughs> but any parting words? I have lots of parting words. Oh, yeah, you'll be over half hour. That you would, you know, what's yeah. the one thing you want the masses to know about you, your network, you know, the big picture of divorce stuff? Yeah, you know, just check out your options. You know, do try to explore. Nothing, you get no harm from starting an amicable divorce. You know, if the other party will not accept it, then you get to stand in court with a letter that says, I sent them a letter on this day saying I wanted an amicable divorce and they chose something different. So yeah, you're at least yeah, getting some different. ammunition, but you know, choose wisely. Think about your future, you know, take anger out of it, take your emotion out of it, you know, just sit for a little while. Don't, you know, run out and file something with the court system unless you have obviously um, a domestic violence or financial emergency, but take a moment and really decide how you want to be on the other side of your divorce. What do you want your finances to look like? What do you want your emotional health to be like? And understand that the court system is not going to improve either of those. Um, and, you know, really just choose wisely. And I'm always available. You can email me at Tracy at amicabledivorcenetwork.com. You can refer professionals to us if you're listening to this and you had a great professional in your case. Speak card lawyer and one of our guests. Oh, yeah. We've, we've had the, the, <laughs> the honor of, of having two awesome lawyers in a row. Yeah, he's in Florida and yeah. him and his wife do something similar and, you know. But yeah. the network, I think the network, you know, you feel like you have a army behind you. Um, and it's really, you know, and just make that, you know, we're going to uh, put up all your links, all your, yeah. you know, YouTube, all that stuff too. And also the children. We are, the, we are, or I am. No, well, he is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, do we turn it on yet? Okay. Oh. Um, and then the children's thing that you do, you know, people who want to donate, help children out, whatever. I don't know how it works, but, um, great cause. Like my son right now is going through some anxious stuff where he's actually hair pulling and we have him going to speak to someone and it's two and two years out and now it's happening because dad's got a new relationship and, you know, things are, you know, it's, so the children really are, we are a big advocates of don't be jerks to each other, especially yeah. because of the kids. The kids are not, but it's, yeah. So, 
You all can get a hold of her with all of our links and everything like yeah, that. And that, you know, check her out. out. Yeah. Oh, check out her TikTok if you're, you know, the younger generation. TikTok. Try to get them cool kids divorced on the TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> Ticker talk, yeah. Ticker talk. <laughs> my, my, all right, my Tracy. A little old. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Thank you so much.